Yeah, so let's uh I guess we can like get into it. Um I say like for people that's that would be listening to this podcast, that's what we wanna call it. Uh, I think me me and uh Nick Bradley got together uh to we always talking about music, you know, everybody that's kinda like well most of my conversations that I have with people is centered around uh that's the industry that I'm kind of working in now and trying to break into. Um, and we've always been like kind of in culturally in the music scene. And so I feel like we, we are, we've been trying to figure out like a podcast or some way to kind of create conversation and, and kind of create dialogue because we have a lot of really interesting conversations. And so we wanted to kind of create a form of, of source so we can all like have a conversation. We kind of share our thoughts. Because uh, I think we see, uh, and I think uh, Nick Bradley uh, be able to agree with this, we see a lot of like trash opinions <laughs> on, <laughs> on the on the internet. Or just do I ever? It's a lot of good opinions too. I think that's the, one of the great things about the internet is that it's some of everything on there. Whatever you want to find is really out there. We, you know, we want to we want to commentate on the trash opinions, the good opinions. We want to give our opinions, you know, which sometimes are good and probably sometimes trash too uh depending on what we what we talking about um but we wanted to create a kind of a way to kind of an outlet for us to talk about things i always have people hit me up like when music moments are happening or just shit to, to know what new music is out and so yeah uh, like they can't find that shit they sell yeah it's, <laughs> i mean when you, you think about it it's People lazy, bro. That's the only thing. It, and a lot of people just don't even know how to find shit. And a lot so, of niggas don't know what they want to hear. Yeah, so they don't know. And and you have all these algorithms and stuff like that. That was one of, like, Jimmy Iovine's big thing when I was listening to a lot of his interviews. He was like, you know, we are trying to figure out how to play the next song. They want to play what's next. And I think naturally that's why Radiohead, like, works so much because niggas couldn't choose what they listened to. They just was listening to you know, they created a whole system to say, here's what you should listen to. Yeah. <laughs> and people just ride in their car and listen to it. And, you know, they had radios in their house. And so streaming is kind of going towards that way. But the problem, I think, in the past was that, um, or I don't know if you would call it a problem or a benefit, was you had, like, gatekeepers and actual, like, people, you had to give it to the DJs. You had to give it to an A&R or something like that. They was the one that, that was, they were the ones that were, responsible for like distributing the music now yeah. we in the streaming era and shit is it's, it's all kind of music every day just being put out i think i seen something that said it was like five hundred thousand uh artists that released music last year and what what percentage of that five hundred thousand do you think was fucking trash <laughs> like if you just had to put a ballpark figure on it well let all right, well, let me give you this that first, and then I guess that it might be all telling. And so, 500,000 artists re- released music last year. I seen a stat on Spotify that said um, that the top 10% of artists are responsible for 99.2% of all streams on, on Spotify. Yeah, so I, I think I was close. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I <laughs> All of it may be trash, but somewhere, you know, 90% of it is trash. 
99.2% is crazy. That it is crazy, bro. And yeah, so, that's insane. And my stat, well, I don't know. I don't want it to be a whole stats and number thing, but I just thought that was like an interesting stat. And so that's that's very telling. Um, and I think that's the type of stuff that we really want to talk about on this podcast. So just to kind of get the introduction out of the way, like, uh, I think we're going to name this podcast. Right now, the name of it is Cooking with High Grease. Uh, think Nick Bradley has said that one day and I just be like, yo, that's it right there. That, that, that shit's just funny, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a funny day. So it's been a lot of things. And we'll we'll probably delve into all the different meanings that they'll be revealed, I guess, throughout this. Um but I like I like the direction of where we started and we can kinda kinda stay along along that path that we that we were just on. Yeah. Um just you know talking about what's happening as far as streaming music. Um, that playlist thing, you know, the fact that the numbers look that way, 99.2%, uh, that will show you the power of the playlist that, that Spotify is creating. Yeah. A lot of people are just listening to their music straight through a playlist. Nobody wants to choose. And it, it, nobody wants to necessarily choose what they listen to. Well, that's what, it's, that's what it would seem like. Or everybody just listens to the same shit. <laughs> I mean, it's a combination of all of that shit. I feel like, you know, niggas still fuck with the radio a little bit, you know. I mean, that's all that shit is. Especially like Pandora, how Pandora is popping and shit like that. Because you don't have the option to choose what the fuck you want to hear. You just, you know, you can choose a a genre or or a category or, or something like that. But it's all just, you know, it's done for you. I think that's what make playlists so popular, you know, on the streaming sites. Yeah, I mean it's interesting. I want to, I want to look more into that, but it, it was seen. They say it's over like two big on Spotify, so people are creating playlists, but the listening is just weird. And I think ten percent of five hundred thousand artists would be with like uh, fifty thousand artists. You yeah, know, so fucking <laughs> <up>. <laughs> all right, you know, you wasn't never good at math, but. Um, that's a lot of artists <laughs> in itself, so I think the numbers you could just see how big how big the pool is of people that's creating music um and so that that makes the interesting conversation like one of the topics I know that we had on here um and that's kind of further down, but talking about like the privacy the privacy stuff that was happening with Spotify where they're taking like uh R. Kelly and Exception uh, off the playlist, yeah. And, uh, Not as weird, man. Yeah, I don't know, but I seen a, I seen something that said that um, it was costing it was gonna cost those play, those playlist spins were costing XXX Tentacion like sixty thousand dollars a year, which yeah. is not necessarily super significant, but you can see how people make a lot of money by being in those playlists. I don't really have a opinion. Like I feel like. If Spotify don't want to put them on the playlist, they don't have to make a big deal about it. Like, if lo- as long as they're not taking the the music off the platform and like hindering people from like listening to the music or the art, then I don't necessarily see no problem with it. But they yeah, they blasting I, it out, making it a whole like PR campaign because they doing it for, um, you know, because of the climate and everything. They want to be in good yeah. standing. It's like politics, good standing with all the mo- movements, the Me Too movement. Uh, yeah. 
you know, domestic violence. But I guess I don't know, you know, those things I guess are understandable, but you know. Yeah, I mean they shouldn't have just they should have just took the nigga out the playlist and don't say nothing about it. Like, that's exactly. pretty much it. Exactly. So I mean, the way the social media works anyway, somebody would have found out. You know, somebody would have been like, Man, I looked at all these playlists and I noticed the XX went on them. And he's like the top one of the top ten streaming artists. Why does why does Spotify not have it? Like they somebody would Yeah, have I mean that. I would I would have just let niggas figure it out. Yeah, I think you know. We'll we'll, we'll we'll see it unfold more, I guess. Well, Them niggas care. I mean, they they care. But I mean, they I care, guess they, care they, got, they got a whole week. policy. I guess <laughs> they cared last week, but you know, maybe that they, was they two years ago. Yeah, so they 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 care when they care and they won't care when they won't care when they don't care. So uh, R. Kelly said, "Nigga should have did this shit thirty years ago." Yeah. They should have tried to get him out the pain. It's too late. Yeah, they said that his uh his his streaming numbers is up. <laughs> he booming. They put Them niggas up. don't give a fuck about R. Kelly nasty ass. They still gonna ride for him. Yeah, man, which is crazy. But I think it's just a lot of shit that been packed in the music for a long time. <laughs> I mean, a lot of crazy yeah, shit. it has been. You know, you can't. That nigga married a fifteen year old, sixteen year old, some shit. He weird. Yeah, so you, man, you can't. I don't know how you really censor that in a in a good way, uh, without it becoming too too like political. Like, but you know, as a publicly traded company, we don't know what's we don't know what's gonna happen, man. I think that's the interesting thing about this era that we in uh, is that things could go a lot of different ways. Uh, new things are unfolding right in front of our eyes. Things that we that we didn't necessarily uh, expect, and I think that that's uh, like a good segue into like kind of the biggest conversation that's happening right now with this uh like Pusha T and, and like Drake whole Drake battle. Yeah. This going on. I think it was it was definitely unexpected. Obviously I feel like Pusha been like poking at him for years, just like he mm-hmm. like been fucking with him, like fucking with yeah. him. But he, he said it was like lyrical, you know, it's just fun. And so <laughs> I didn't wasn't expecting it to turn that shit real insane. Thing. Yeah, that didn't sound fun, my nigga. <laughs> yeah, it, it's turned into a. He said some really mean things. Oh man, that's what that's what the Drake supporters would say. They said he he need to ease up. That's what somebody told me. Well, of course they say that. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, they they so sensitive. Boy, they said I couldn't wait. I was I was happy. I ain't the biggest Drake fan in the world. Dude, don't say that, man. What the, what they gonna say is that you listen to Drake. You know his songs, and so you a fan. <laughs> <laughs> you right, damn. So I, I, how, you know what? Fuck it. I, I want to get down to how do you describe this because I don't consider myself to be like a huge Drake fan. Like obviously he, a, he a big artist. Like I, yeah. am a huge Kobe fan. But shit, right? Nigga, I watched the game when the nigga his last game. You can't do- just because oh. you listen to Drake music and you know it. Do that make you like, yeah, an actual fan? Well, maybe you are a fan, but can you not be like? Can you not just state what's what, happening? What what really is a fan? Let's get to that. I mean, I would consider a fan. Maybe it's a fan is if you listen to somebody music, and a stand is if you gonna go ride. You gonna ride for them, oh, no matter what is happening. Man, get the fuck out of here! <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. 
That not a, just if you listen if you listen to somebody music, well, I'm definitely not a Drake fan. What? I don't listen to that nigga music, but if he come on the radio and shit, I ain't gonna turn it off. Man, I, yeah, like like do I have to like do I have to like not listen to that nigga at all? I think to, in order to for a to Drake, solidify my non fans, in order for these Drake stands and the people that I've been having conversations with, you do not like Drake. You would have to like turn that shit off and walk out the room whenever his music come on, or you definitely can't know it. Like you can't know the words to it. <laughs> <laughs> Man, them the weirdest group of motherfuckers. But the thing is that with the way he make music is so simple. It's all quotable. And so it's like the it's like nursery rhymes is in, in the sense that yeah. you learn that shit so fast. They ring that shit off on OVO rate sound radio eight eight times back to back and when the when the show go off everybody know the song. I mean, yeah. And, I mean, he be saying, like, relatable stuff. I get it. Like, I get why people fuck with him. But I just think it's mind-blowing that niggas don't get why I don't fuck with him. Yeah. They, I don't think they understand it, but the people that know, know. <laughs> and so, <laughs> well, that's a hell of a way to explain it. Yeah, and so, I don't know, man. I think if I classify... If I if I could rate where the beef is right now, I would definitely say it's a three one. Push the T's way. How you counting that? Uh so obviously I would say he been poking at Drake mm-hmm. for like six six years now. Just mess with him. Drake ain't never really responded. Or they had like some little things back and forth. Yeah. And then for the simple fact that Drake kind of looked up to him, he got interviews and all of that. I feel like he got a one for that automatically. <laughs> all right. I can, I can fuck with that. Because Drake is like, yo, push the T. I used to sneak, I used to sneak <laughs> out of, you know, sneak in my room and listen to clips down. Yeah. I used to sneak school listening to clips. You know, I found this <laughs> microphone. And it said that it was time by Pusha T, and I bought it off eBay. And it, you know, whatever. He, he rapped about it, so I think that automatically give him a one. That fucking dork. He been he been poking at him for like six years. I feel like he already got a one. He up one anyway. And then I think I give Drake a one because uh, of his like Duffy uh, freestyle, I, mm-hmm. based off the fact that he responded. I wouldn't expect him to respond that fast. I think the track was cool. It had me, it had me like, oh shit, like hope not. Hope he don't do this nigga like he did me. Right. So I realized that like Pusha is a whole different monster from me. Like I don't think people get that, but because Pusha been in the game so long, like people don't even really, they ain't even like hip to him. But like, what he what he doing? And so I get Drake a one. For that, so that's a one-one, and then the two obviously would be uh, Drake. Uh, I mean, Pusha dropping the uh, story of Adi Dunn. Yeah, that shit just had a whole different energy to it. Like, yeah, when it came out, I went back and listened to the W freestyle. Shit, that even sound the same no more. It don't. I ain't even listen to that shit again. The Flake Gate, like the (laughs) (laughs) Flake. Deflated basketball. It ain't bounce listen. the same no more. Bro, listen. I I I really wish I could have been in the room 
when that nigga heard that shit. Who? Drake. Drake. <laughs> Hey, I, I, I no was like, man, fuck that nigga, man. <laughs> 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 Bro, listen. <laughs> they was mad. They was upset. I would have been gassing. <laughs> gassing that nigga. Pusha said, he said, they told the album of the motherfucking year, and you out here talking about you upset. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Man, he just picking that up over every little thing. Every and little so, thing. I don't know. I feel like Pusha just, song Pusha is trash just went too. hard. They you, you see they they on online calling them Pusha T now Pusha T E A. They said some girl posted. She said I'm gonna start calling them Pusha T E A. Cause baby, <laughs> <laughs> but that's one thing. That's one thing that I don't. That's probably the only thing that I don't like about it from Pusha T side. Like he gotta shut the fuck up now. He gotta be quiet. Like I feel like. You know he going around and deciphering and explaining the this and. It was just, I don't know. I feel like it was mean enough on his own. He like real chatty patty. Like, shut up. Man, I, I, I understand what you're saying. I understand the perspective that you got right now. You just like everywhere. He's too too visible right now. But you got to remember that like the nigga on a, he on a promo run for his album. So a lot of this shit was already booked. It ain't like he dropped it. No, the, yeah. I mean, I get like that. But, yeah. so, but that's what they're going to ask him about. So it's like how much of it is in his control? It's just like uh, casualty uh awards or whatever like he dropped his album he already had all this stuff set up to talk about his album but this other stuff came and because it came now he got to address that that's all the people want to talk about because that's the most that's the most hottest topic right now i mean i yeah i get that i mean i and so what he goes the say? homie what could he say uh, i know but he just sounds so like ah shut well, up <laughs> how much of it do you think that like for people like us like I didn't watch. I watched every Pusha T uh, interview. The yeah. fact that most of these places have a specific audience that mm-hmm. they'll go to and watch to consume the content. So how much of that do you think plays a role in it? Because he's telling the same fucking story everywhere he goes. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, of course, over and over of course, course I'm, going, I'm going on the internet. I'm listening to. I listen to everywhere he didn't been. Flex, uh, High ninety seven. I, I can't them, listen to Flex. Uh, Breakfast Club. Yeah. Uh, with Mar- Rob Markman on Genius. Big boy in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I'm listening to all of this shit, hearing the same story over again. But I think it's just because he's on the press run, and you know that's how the media. I think I feel like he said it in one of his his big boy interviews. Like you know, I want to talk about the music, you know. Yeah. Uh, but um, somebody also made a point that they was like, "This is taken away from his music, his album." Now at this point. And for me, it was like yeah, yeah, why his yeah. numbers. It was like why that's why his numbers is not. Um, that's why you're not gonna even have a number one album. He don't care about that, though. No way. I that's mean, what I said too. But they like the numbers matter. No the fact you don't have a number one album. I'm like, dude, they don't really care about that. Yeah, he didn't even drop his. He made he made us wait a whole night. He didn't even drop his stuff on on a on a streaming platform the night it was supposed to come out. I knew he wasn't gonna do that shit though. He don't. Well, he did it on title last year, or whatever. Or whenever he dropped life, and come out on time. Yeah, definitely didn't come out when they're supposed to. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, no, nah, I, I, I don't think that really matters to them. It don't. I mean, I think I think Push went in too, um, because I didn't even count two birds one stone. 
because I forgot it. And then I went back and listened to it again. Drake was kind of disrespectful back then, too. Somebody should have slapped his ass. But with nobody, I would, I would, I it was a different that, time, though. Yeah, I didn't I didn't even really consider that to be, like, he said what he said. He's like, oh, he questioning whether he really sell it. But it didn't really yeah, yeah, yeah. like a diss. It, like, yeah, it wasn't like in, a full on. on the, go ahead. He, it wasn't like a full on diss. He just, you know, he caught a stray. And, you know, he said some shit about, about Cuddy. And you know, I don't know, but I wasn't counting. I wasn't really even counting that. Did what, did he have? But Joe Button in there too, or was that a different? yeah? Maybe so. I don't. I, don't I, have to go back. I have to go back and listen. But that I really, I really didn't count that one. I, was, I didn't count that either. But the only reason I bring it up is because that's what got us at infrared. Yeah, and did. I I like infrared. I thought it was hard. He said what you know he was. He got his point across. I didn't think it was just like a. A menacing diss or no shit like that, but you know, like yeah, I think push it. I, maybe it was a gauge of his influence at the time because he been poking at him. Is he gonna yeah. get him to respond? So now it's because push it. Everybody anticipating this new project. He ain't really saying. He just he just jabbing him. I feel like he was fucking. Yeah, with him. He, he really was just jabbing him. He was just baiting him to see if he gonna really like. Because now he he on the all out like all the gloves is off. No. <laughs> Yeah, he's no, he, no he, limits he, he to what I can up. say. Only based off of Drake saying the line about his, his fiance, yeah, which wasn't really. He was like, "It's a trash line." It wasn't even really. He didn't really say nothing. I'm gonna let it ring on you like Virginia Williams. Yeah, it was a no hard bar, really. It's not. I think. I mean, he was just trying to get a point, get across the point that you know he knew his fiance name or some shit, and it rhymed. I don't know. It was it was definitely trash. But yeah. <laughs> um, that that infrared shit, I feel like that was more of a diss. I mean, if it was a diss at all, I think it was taking more shots at Baby than it was Drake. It was. He just caught the. It was he just the Baby. Straight. He told him, yeah, it was written like knives, but it came from Quinn. Yeah. yeah. How you gonna say what? How you gonna <laughs> say whatever when you don't write your own shit, bro? That nigga really feel like Drake can't have a conversation with him. Dog. <laughs> yeah. He's like, bro, he can't talk to me. Exactly. That's wild. And so, for that reason, I, I put him up too. And then I feel like the whole blackface thing and Drake having to do that whole little PR where he released that press release. Oh, yeah, that was an that L. Made, that was an L right there. That was definitely an L. And so, the fact that he had to do that, that he got him, you ain't, we ain't seen Drake never do that shit. Never, nigga. <laughs> or many, you know, niggas don't really release press releases that often unless they do some fucked up shit where they gonna fuck up their money. Yeah. The brands and stuff. Oh, I... I had to release a press release so this don't fuck up my money. Yeah. You know, and so I think for that it's a three it's three one right now. And so I'm not saying it's over. Uh, but Drake definitely holding the L right now. Yeah, he, he gotta respond, man. <laughs> he gotta respond kinda quick. And I'm not even sure how he can respond. I didn't say everything. He can't. Like Duffy he was his 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 serious mode where he got a side, he like, all right, I'm about to get serious and let these niggas know. I feel like that's, that's serious, Drake. Man, the but listen, Drake though, that I know man. that there is. Well, he got a lot. He got you got the 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 Caribbean Drake that ain't gonna work in this shit. Um, you got the overseas Drake. So <laughs> 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 and the what? And so then you got um, the hits Drake. But I just don't think that, that neither one of those ways is the way to go. Like you definitely can't, can't get him out here and shit. get him out of here. Yeah, he can't get him out of here with a hit. No, just because he dropped a hit, work. he can't do the hit pack when he dropped two or three songs back to back and 
and uh this ain't me we you living with because it's pusha t really un- opened up some shit that needed answers that you got to get answers to hey man that's how I, you know that's why it's interesting because i ain't know you know they just smart bro they calculated because the way that drake you know everybody the people that just hit me and they i'm arguing with people they like oh you ain't you was after you were saying the same thing when Meek dropped his first. I was like, no, I wasn't never saying that. <laughs> Meek, I said I was had energy when Meek released the shit that Drake on Twitter that Drake wasn't writing this shit. He had ghostwriters and shit. And when I heard them them uh reference tracks and shit, I was like, oh shit, like get this nigga the fuck out of here. And then, but when Drake dropped it, he when he dropped this shit right on top of him, charged up. And then when he dropped it back to back, I was I was like, oh shit, like. He about to get paint. He about to get uh Meek out the fucking paint. And then he put him up on the OVO screen with all the memes and shit. Yeah, that never was... seen no shit like that before. This nigga really fucking mean, bro. He been doing a lot of mean shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what I said. I said when nobody <laughs> said he was mean when he was getting Meek the fuck out of here, man, destroying that nigga whole shit. Cause they knew me didn't have it in it, man. Oh, I don't know. I ain't gonna lie. I thought he did until he said, he said I don't want to hear about this ever again. Not even when she tell you that we, that we met his friend. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that nigga was out here looking like a psychic, man, destroying that man's whole life. Yeah, I think that was pretty mean to me. But I'm uh, say exactly, and so you know, people they like. Saying all this shit, you ain't say this with me. I was like, man, I always, I, it's okay for me. I like, I listen to Drake music. I like some, I like some of his music. Do it got like high replay value for me? I don't listen to it all the time. Like when I'm making my playlist and shit, I don't, I don't necessarily throw a lot of his music in there. It might put one track in there, like an older track or something. Um, if it's fitting with like the vibe that I'm going for. Yeah, man, that man don't have one album or project. They got more songs on it that I don't like than like. Yeah. Or I might have said that backwards, but you know what the fuck I mean. Yeah, I get what you I get what you're saying. Yeah. And so, you know, they people want to say, well, you a you a fan or you ain't say this when when that. I was like, man, I, I just I don't I, I speak from a place of facts. I don't really speak from a place of feeling. You know, I'm not a stand. That's what made me not a stand. Like I can say if the nigga getting his getting it, <laughs> if uh he getting his ass whooped right now. I'm I'm just gonna be honest about it. Yeah, and he, I mean he's definitely that. He's taking the L right now, and so yeah. I'm interested. I don't do I think it's over? Nah, do I? I ain't jumping out the fucking window like the Drake fans was doing when he when he dropped the Duffy Duffy talking about nigga it pushes over. He biting yeah. them like body like get him out of here. I ain't even saying that. I'm just saying nigga taking the L right now. He taking a big L. We ain't never seen him take an L like this yet. What you think about niggas changing the rules though? What's what are what are the diss track rules? Like, is your diss harder if the the song is good, like overall, or is the diss harder if you say the meanest shit you can possibly say, or is it harder if like you actually telling the truth, or if it's funny? Like, what the what's the rules? Man, I think I think if you made a checklist, you would have to like let's say if it was eight things, you would just have to get you know. You have to be at like six of those things. Yeah. You got to do it like six of those things well. Yeah. I think it might even be, you know, you might have to do all of them a little to some extent. 
But I think the important thing is, you know, some things have more weight than other ones. Like, like Pusha is revealing information that shit that we haven't seen before. We ain't never see that blackface shit before. Right. And so that's what that's interesting. That's the T. Like he he got shit that we he got shit that niggas don't even know about. You know, that, <laughs> the T. We saying that we like what the fuck they thought it was. Yeah, get, the, get T the fuck out your vocabulary. <laughs> <laughs> I'm that's that nigga daddy pushing the T. <laughs> nigga is T. That's, that's why that shit. That's why that shit funny. That shit is funny. I don't really. I don't never say T, but I gotta say it in this. In this, in this, in this, in this. <laughs> I think pushing T may have made me a fan of the word. <laughs> I think um, it gotta be funny. In this age, it gotta be funny because it gotta really charge up that the, the social media engine for the memes and shit. Yeah, when that shit start happening, like yeah. shit, nigga, the internet go crazy. Like it's, yeah. I, I can look on Twitter right now. So it's a meme about Drake. They got him on the Brenda's got a baby. They got that man doing all kind of shit. Yeah, it's the same thing. All day. kind of movies and shit. And putting Polar, it in, 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 them little graphics, them little memes. Polo Denny Graham, man. Denny Graham can't even go crib watching in the Steve Harvey suits no more. Man. <laughs> and they don't get him off. Of, they go get him off of the whole social media, you know. So when, oh yeah, he out of here. <laughs> when shit, when shit like that start happening, you know that's what it. That's what make it because the people that they give it the energy, and so it gotta be like funny. It gotta it gotta be hard. It gotta be hard too because that's you want it to go out. You want it to be playing like you want people to be listening to it, and so. The listening to it is cool, but I think more so important is that it relates to the that it can charge up that social media engine that you saying something that's that uh that's funny or that's interesting or controversial in a sense that way they can like take it and and kind of run with the story, you know. And so I think all of those things, but and I don't think and I think you gotta say you got you don't necessarily gotta say like super foul shit. But it got to be a certain energy behind what you're saying, though. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Pusha T just brought that energy. And Man, Drake listen. had that energy versus the Meek battle, you know. But Pusha T just brought that energy. And I think that Drake made a mistake. Like, he ain't really give us t- enough about Pusha. He went hard, but he, had, he was rapping about Kanye most of the time. He gave Kanye the bars, bro. Yeah, that's <clears throat> that's another thing, like that I noticed that nobody really was talking about. Like, he didn't really want that much smoke with Pusha T. And I could tell, maybe because um, I guess you would call me a Drake hater. <laughs> like, man, listen, it was pretty obvious to me that he took that time to really jump off the boat on Kanye. He did, because you could tell he was in his feelings about some shit that was happening with Kanye because they they had, had some troubles and then they came back together on the OVO stage and then you could tell that he had some animosity towards that situation and so he was really he was really trying to get that off his chest about Kanye. Yeah, exactly. He he it seemed it seemed like they he felt like they picking on him, <laughs> you know. That's that's <laughs> the vibe. Like, and I what I was really waiting on was Kanye to get that nigga like a few bars. So they can put him in the meme that they had Meek in when, they, when he was little. He was like the little boy and they were pushing him around and shit. I was, I was ready for that shit to happen, but it might not happen now. I don't know, man. Yay. Uh, Yay and Cuddy still got a, a album coming. Uh, yeah, so it, and Cuddy, 
I don't know if Cuddy still oh, holding hard feelings that about that shit, but like, because oh, when that, that shit first dropped, uh, Cuddy tweeted that nigga was just like, "Wait till I get out of the hospital, little bitch." Yeah, he said, "Say it to my face, pussy." Yeah, <laughs> um, interesting. So, I didn't even think about that. Kanye and Cuddy coming. Yeah, it might be all out of salt on this. Nigga. Hey, bro, get them all the way out the paint, bro. If they doing full court press Good on music. that nigga, it's a cruel summer. <laughs> oh my god, Lord have mercy. So nah, man, they can't. I don't know if they gonna do it like that because then Drake fans gonna be like, "Yo, well, they bullying them." Oh, man, who? You know, so <laughs> you know, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. It's because, gonna be a whole bunch of excuses, basically. Yeah, it, bro. They already said like Pusha T is going too far. Like this is unnecessary. Yeah, <laughs> but like, they said, what you mean? Like, then they start saying you know, see? they start saying that they already knew all of that shit. They they said they already knew it, and then they said, well. Drake was gonna use <laughs> that was the funniest shit I read. They said Drake was gonna use Scorpion, his new album, as a way to address a lot of the shit that Pusha T didn't just outed. Exactly. Now I thought that was interesting. That's why I think he, he that's just, another thing. Talking yeah. about Drake is always strategic. They just the timing for this just couldn't be more perfect. But it's man. crazy though. Like this is how it makes so much sense. What if what if Ye had something to do with the reason why Pusha know all this shit about his press release and all that shit? Exactly. Like, like the time they signed it, that nigga, yeah, run, run the damn there. And so, well, shit, Pusha got a uh, deal with them niggas too, himself. Yeah, yeah, Pusha got a deal too. They both yeah. got deals. Yeah, so they know, they, they know what's in the, what's in the, you know, phone. Everybody be knowing a lot of stuff. The public just don't know it. They be working yeah. on that stuff for months, bro. So people, they bringing other creatives in into the fold to, to work on it. And so, yeah, Pusha it's just because they got so much information. They, they, it's, it's, it's just interesting. That's why it's so interesting. Because he released the stuff about Adidas, and that's supposed to be a line. So now they working overtime. They got to rebrand that, whatever. You know, that's that's gonna be pushed back at least six months. Fam, <laughs> so to out, for them to figure that out. So I thought <clears throat> that Pusha was just doing some rapper shit when he said he had a kid named Adonis, like because you know he was going with the whole deadbeat dad angle, and I thought that. That was like a reference to uh Creed. Ain't ain't dude name Adonis too? Adonis Creed or some shit like that? Well, I'm tripping. Uh, uh I don't know. I, I won't say. I won't I can't I can't answer that. I don't know the answer to that. I don't know. But I mean apparently that's his like his actual kid. I thought he was Push was just doing some rapper shit. That's crazy, bro. Like and yeah. then he and then he got on the internet talking about how you gonna reveal your son with a sweatsuit. Yeah, <laughs> he said we can't know about him until you're trying to sell a sweatsuit or some some uh some sneakers, bro. Bro, I slept five that nigga, bro. Yeah, like, but he just made the thousand on. Now he trolling, bro. Uh, yeah, he that's just, what he I'm just saying. saying. That he's like, Pusha said, I don't even, I don't even hang out with my friends that got a child child issues, child support issues. That's crazy. Like he like, did, yeah. he he told that man that his daddy left. Walked out on him. His daddy was a deadbeat, and then turned around and told him that's what he turned it into. Yeah, that's well. Pushing in his interview, he was like, "I thought about why would he say my my uh fiance's name? What's yeah. wrong about her getting the ring?" And he was like, "Oh, you must have family." Yeah, his dad left his mom. He was like, "That's he ain't accepted it." You know, he was saying whatever. Like, um, and so he just digging deep and like poking scabs, which is, you know, bro, listen. That's just fair game, you know. I feel like a lot of that stuff is interesting because you ever seen Drake? He don't rap about no super woke shit. 
You know, nah, yeah. somebody was like, oh, he's mixed, man. Like, I was like, nigga, J. Cole is mixed. They don't <laughs> got a white mama. Why, why, the, why is Drake the only, like, the hottest rapper that don't rap about no social issues? I mean, if you think about it, who are that nigga cracking? That's why he the biggest shit. Everybody love him. White folks, black folks. He stay away from He stay away from that shit. He stay out of all that stuff. And he has that right as an artist, but you know, you ever wonder why this just peeling it back. You know, mm-hmm. why why is it a larger reason? Cause you use cause you utilize music, you know, to just really express some of the things that you're dealing with or the people that are around you are dealing with or whatever. And but I will agree that that the way he made music ever since like he put out uh energy, mm-hmm. like his whole his whole vibe changed then. He was out in Memphis and shit, you know. Damn, that is true. I mean, I whenever he really put out notice. that record, yeah. like his whole vibe, he he went in. It was like he was a, a villain. He took this, took on this like little villain yeah. role. Ever since that came out, hmm. So damn, this nigga pusher is digging deep into this nigga. Pause. Yeah, so we, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we pause. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's just interesting. I think that Drake is a great artist. I think that he's gonna sell a lot of records whenever he put out his shit. But this just makes things interesting. Like it you ain't never seen him in his light. So he gonna we're gonna see him evolve even more as an artist uh, right in front of our eyes from the things that's happening. I feel like it, it got to the point where he thought he was untouchable. No, <clears throat> I can definitely agree with that. Yeah, and so and he didn't got touched now. Yes, sir. We're gonna see his was- album gotta be hard, man, because he gonna get these jokes. Well, you know that they, they they said he, that's why it makes it a terrible time for him to uh, be dropping the album for this to happen because he don't he can't he ain't got time to respond because he's trying to finish the album. And backfired you know? on him. Yeah. Then they said that uh, you know Drake was gonna yeah you you said he was gonna reveal this he was gonna reveal the stuff about his baby and stuff mm-hmm. on his album. Somebody yeah. had to know that these tracks circulating around and shit. That's why because the industry is just the. We don't know what pushes he though. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And he making it seem like he know way more shit than he let on. Like or that he didn't already that in he didn't already told. He said he's he said all his stuff is out on the table. He ain't hiding nothing. And so when you ain't got when you got less to lose, when you ain't got nothing to lose, right. It make it interesting. I you mean, I think they was both in pretty good positions in return um, in in terms of I guess like taking a hit or they image taking a hit. I don't think neither one of them could really have any like career damaging type of effects from this shit. But I think, you know, Drake definitely had a lot more to lose. Cause even like now myself, I like I don't hate Drake, but like for jokes, I fucking hate Drake. And like I yeah. find myself feeling sorry for this nigga because like <laughs> Pussy really fucked up his whole shit. He like fucked up his whole image. Yeah, bro. I think that's why the stands can feel it, bro. They, bro, they can't get over it. They like <laughs> my nigga is. They like that pussy need to chill out. <laughs> he got this he nigga on the ropes. He need to ease up. Yeah, he got him seeing stars, bro. Yeah, and boy, don't get him out the paint. But I think I don't know. I don't know what he gonna say. I'm interested. I'm just, you know, I'm at the edge of my seat on this shit. Yeah, well, his album gotta be good and shit. Pusha T album was good as fuck. Yeah, I think it's good. People like it ain't gonna go number one, but I think when all this does settle, you go back and listen to that shit four months from now, you're gonna be like, yo, this shit is still. Bro, listen, hard. this is gonna be like I, the way I look at it. 
and I'm pretty sure I saw somebody on Twitter say it too. But I I've been looking at it like uh this is like Good Fridays all over again with albums, you know. Exactly. Um, and so I think you're gonna have to look at it like as a, a total body of work. Everything that they about to drop from here until, you know, Tiana Taylor shit drop. I think her shit dropped last. But like push it dropped last week or two weeks ago and then Yay just dropped. And I think Ye and Cuddy drop next and then Nas after that. Yeah. Like that's good. Tiana Taylor, I believe. Yeah, so like I think you're gonna have to listen to it, you know, or you're gonna have to not necessarily listen to it, but when you talk about one of the you can't talk about one of these albums without talking about all of them. Exactly. No, it's 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 definitely you know, they on their cruise summer. Uh, this is just a different version of it, so it's all like short. It's like short form mu- mu- uh, music from each artist, uh, but like still like cruise summer, you know. And they they about to try to take over the whole summer. That shit is tight. Yeah. Niggas was getting yay out of here a couple of weeks ago. He was wilding, but I don't know. I I, I think they might. <laughs> I think they might be fucking with him again based off the responses to this album so far. Yeah. So um, that's a good. I mean. That's- Kind of topic, so how, you, how do you feel about the new album? I mean, I like it. I I personally, so I thought he was what seven for seven, eight for eight, and then when Pablo came out, I was just like, no, I ain't this ain't it. Like I I was really disappointed in Pablo, and you know, it of course it got better over the years. I mean, I guess yeah, over the years since I've listened to it more. But I just wasn't feeling it when it first dropped. And I think I was real anxious about this one because that was one thing that I could always say. Like, Kanye been my favorite artist for a long time. And I could always say, like, no matter what, with, you know, the niggas talking about him ghostwriting and he don't write none of his bars and all that different type of shit. I could always fall back on, like, this nigga never made a bad album into that Pablo shit. But <clears throat> I feel like this one was way better. It sounded more like, you know, he was actually focused on, you know, music and not worried about clothes and all that different type of shit. Um, I yeah. think Wyoming helped him out. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of jokes was going on about why the why the fuck would a, a, a nigga go to Wyoming to get inspiration. But uh, I don't know. I think maybe he was just trying to, you know, escape, you know, like the hustle and bustle of I guess being a celebrity or some shit kind of clear his mind, so he won't have no no choice but to focus because it ain't shit to do in, in Wyoming, I imagine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I said it probably ain't never been that that many niggas. Them niggas, them niggas was out at they said they was out at country clubs, man. Bro, listening to clubs with country music, Lil Yachty, Two Chains, and all. Bro, so it ain't shit happening in Wyoming. Nothing. So you know, from from that point. I think, you know, it just sounded a lot more focused. And and I think that was my issue with Pablo. A lot of the songs weren't bad. You could just tell or it just sounded apparent to me that he wasn't really focused on that shit. Like, it wasn't finished. That nigga made two or three changes to it after it got done. It was just, you know, it was just kind of all over the place. Uh, this one sounded a lot more, a lot more focused and, and just honed in like he was, you know, he was on this shit. My nigga back, man. Musically, at least. You think so? I don't know. What would you What would you rate? I mean, what would you rate this compared to like my Dark Twisted? Fantasy? Oh no! So in terms of 
Or like, you, and, I know and, you was a big fan his, of Yeezy. As far as his albums go, like, this is next to last. Like, is I, I feel like Pablo, <laughs> Pablo is, is his worst album. So Pablo last, Pablo last, bro. Damn. Yeah, bro. But I mean, we I guess we have to get into that another time. But yeah, like, because yeah, I I kind of like Pablo. I don't know, he had me on my. Career. But listen though, like, <clears throat> I like Pablo too now. Like, it's definitely grown on me. But it's my least favorite Kanye album. Okay, that's an interesting, interesting take. Yeah, we'll have to, we'll have to get into that one of these days. Yes, I mean, as far as this new album, I'm, you know, I'm kind of like, I mean, I'm on the fence. About one it. thing I will say, like the beats on here is crazy. I fuck with all of the beats. The bars is just corny, and I'm like, man, you need to fix your relationship with Consequence or some or Rhyme Fest or whatever the fuck you got to do because. The bars is corny, but other than that, it's I like it. It's dope. Oh, but yeah, I forget. Like you don't even listen to the words. I you don't. Know, like I don't. I don't. So we gotta we gotta always keep in mind like how people listen. To yeah, yeah. I don't give a fuck <laughs> what niggas saying. Listen <laughs> I listen to the production. I think the the beats is cool. I like Push the Album way better. I say that. Yeah. Just from, like my taste. And yeah, yeah. Uh, but I don't know. I like, think I like Push the Album like, too. The bars was like. Uh well I was all the shit he didn't did and said, bro, I was really trying to hear more. Like to be Yeah, honest. that's what I mean. And I I wasn't one of the people like when they was going in and trying to everybody was counseling Kanye and shit. I'm not the person that was on no shit like that where I was saying counseling them. I'm just still waiting to hear more. I want more context, but I didn't feel like I got no context. Anymore. Yeah. And I feel like uh the whole point of the music the whole point of the, of his antics was that we would or my my expectation or what I my understanding of what was gonna happen the whole point is answers is that we was gonna get the answers in the music. Yeah. And I didn't get no answers. <laughs> yeah, I mean unless he was just wanting niggas to know he bipolar. And I mean yeah, so, oh I did all that and, and maybe that's the whole story of I did all that. Like, I'm I'm bipolar. Sometimes I feel this way, sometimes I don't or whatever the fuck. Yeah, so maybe that was the whole maybe that's the whole theme of it is that oh I I, I wowed out on Twitter, but that was Another side of me. This music is this side of me. Yeah, and I really don't care about none of that shit. And so maybe the message in here is that he bipolar. We shouldn't listen to shit he say. <laughs> yeah, that nigga's a lunatic. I better stop listening to him. But that's still my favorite rapper. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, that's, I think, that's interesting. I mean, I think that's definitely interesting because I I listened to it. I was like, yo, the beat's hard. He ain't really talking about shit. Like yeah, they're not like, talking he can about say shit. Like three some bars and. I bought all the, I bought a whole bunch of bitches titties and ass and it cost fifty thousand. Like he can keep, yeah, he can really keep them bars. I don't really care nothing about this shit. That it, it ain't like <laughs> it don't really do that for me. Yeah, and I mean, I think that was why, like, that was the main reason that I ain't like Pablo. Like the bars on there was just missing, bro. Like I don't know. I think musically, definitely Pablo was 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 hard, you know, a lot of the shit that he was doing, but them corny ass bars and that was the same part, I mean same problem that I had with this album. This is like he wasn't talking about shit. <laughs> nah. And this coming from a nigga that don't even care what you talk about. You don't even care. I don't give well, I ain't gonna say I, I don't I ain't gonna say I don't care. But it's like so it's like three parts that kind of determines whether, you know, I like a song. It's you know, in in order of importance, it's the beat. And then number two is how a nigga saying whatever he's saying on the beat. So that's the flow. And, yeah, his flow. And then 
number three is what he's saying. So I'm not saying that it's not important. It's just the least. But if important. they really good at one and two, you know, you can. I can ignore it. If they good at order. Yeah, if they good at two of the three, then you know, I can I can kind of forgive it every now and then. But definitely, if you got a good beat and you got a good flow, I'm I probably don't give a fuck what you're saying about about nothing, bro. That's all Atlanta music now, anyway. So I feel like <laughs> more niggas should agree with me. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm trying to figure out like, is Kanye canceled or not? Man, no, like I mean, they just cancel you because you won't. They they it, like to cancel people, huh? They just like <laughs> fucking canceling people, bro. If you won't cancel R. Kelly for pissing on little girls and all the shit that he's been accused of doing, like you can't cancel Kanye for well, not they, thinking the same shit that, Kanye, that you think. They said R. Kelly already canceled. He's been canceled. No, he not when his. Fucking Spotify streams is booming. Like he's not canceled. As a matter of fact, they say he canceled by the black community, but that, that can't be. That so can't be so it's a it's a bunch of white folks on bumping R. Kelly shit. Yeah, man. bump. Uh, what is, I don't see nothing wrong. <laughs> okay. Man, no, bro. It, like, it, it ain't. Niggas, niggas is. R. Kelly birthed the nation, bro. So it could be a lot of different people. <laughs> he really did. Though. It's crazy. <laughs> uh, but I think you know. I think. All these people that was like unfollowing Kanye, they ain't fucking with him, and they everybody was out in Wyoming, man. That's so <laughs> wild to me, bro. Like <laughs> everybody take, was there, like even just take out the Wyoming shit, bro. Like why, like you, what you unfollowing them for? Like Snoop was like going in on the nigga. Chris Brown had something to say. Like everybody had something to say negative about the nigga, and I'm just like, like I get it, but like is this shit really that serious though? Man, I don't know. I think some sometimes it is. I guess it just depends. This is this didn't it didn't feel that serious to me. What I did do, like I had his tweets, uh I had notifications on his tweets. Yeah. Like but they it already had been on there from when he dropped his last shit or the last time he was on Twitter. Yeah. You know, I had took the notifications off because I just I didn't want to yeah. constantly keep seeing that shit. Yeah. Uh just because it was he was tweeting a lot at that point. Yeah. I was like, all right, this shit is like getting outrageous. Cause every time it go off, I'm like on Twitter, sucking yeah. into this shit. You know, I can't look away. Uh, but I will say, like, I would follow, like, I uh, follow Wale. Yeah, he was acting at one point. I don't, I don't follow Wale. In, so like, sometimes nigga need to get unfollowed, man, because you know he be on some, he be on some stupid shit. He be on some, he be on some other shit for real, for real. But nah, man, I just think like this, this counseling culture, like. Them niggas need to be fucking canceled. Yeah, bro. That, that that was what the the people that's listening should know is that that was like the inspiration. What are the inspirations behind like creating this? <laughs> yeah. We wanted to be like you know a counseling session where we counsel people that counsel people. <laughs> and so you know we're gonna try to do a lot of this stuff here. And so I, we need to find out. I want I want to know more people that's close to me that's counseling people so we can counsel them right over here. Uh, put their name on blast and all of that. Nah, definitely, because <laughs> these niggas, and I probably won't even see it because I got half of them niggas blocked or muted. Oh, uh, yeah, you vicious with the block button. So I got to, like, probably got to ease up for some content or some shit. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you create you like a tweet deck and just put out a people that's, like, in the culture, like, in a, in a tweet deck or some shit. That way you can just yeah. follow, curate, like, a list of people. Or, like, in yeah. a list where you ain't got to see it on your timeline all the time. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I was just trying to figure out if, if he's canceled. Because niggas, you know, we knew when he dropped that music, people was going to forget about it. You know, because niggas really, be, you know, only mad for a week about shit. But this the crazy thing, though. Like, they keeping us, they keeping the stun up. Like, they going above and beyond to let niggas know how much they not going to listen to Kanye album. They, like, they let you know what lengths they'll go to not to listen to Kanye album. This one nigga said he don't care if they playing into heaven. He don't care if they playing it in heaven. He ain't going. Just send me to hell. <laughs> and I'm just like, bro, like, you don't give a fuck about black people that fucking much. <laughs> like, chill, bro. <laughs> That's a super, a super, super woke man. <laughs> super woke man. He got to get the fuck out of here, dog. I wish I knew who said that shit. Yeah, man, that's, that's, uh, that is weird. It's all weird, man. <laughs> I don't know, bro. I just, I, I, don't, I really hate how, you know, especially when it's like, like a race issue, like a black issue, and niggas have like a part of a point, yeah. and then they just, they just, man, they just keep on, 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 and on, and on, and on, and on. And I don't know. It, it, it makes you kind of come off like I come off now. Like I don't give a fuck at all, and I really do. Yeah. But it's just like, man, you, you blow it, you overblow it, overblow it so much. This is like, no, like I, I really don't care. It ain't even that deep. Like, so what? The nigga agree with Donald Trump? Like, nigga, so what? Yeah, like let him, let him do that. You know, you ain't got to make an announcement that you cancel. You don't fuck with him. Don't fuck with him. I don't feel like you know. I got to sit with this album a little bit more, but it ain't hard not to listen to it. It ain't like. Unpacking a whole bunch of like shit that you just need to hear. Uh, somebody called it mental health rap, <laughs> and so I okay, talk about like, what this whole new era. We had a whole new era, and I think for whatever reason, you know, now instead of talking about selling drugs, everybody is talking about doing drugs, and it or and it or mental health issues has become like a hot a hot topic. It's, it's almost like at the point where it's like a buzzword, and I it is. Like, if they at the point now where it's a, it's a, it's a new narrative where uh, mental health is this big thing, or uh, people are having like mental disorders or mental health problems, and I feel like shit, they it's almost like they programming everybody to have mental health problems, and maybe we all do, but I, I can see like myself, I'm like, damn, do I got mental health problems? Like, am I having mental health issues? Uh, <laughs> because that's just the narrative that's uh, that's out right now. Yeah. And so, it, it, I don't know, for me, it make, it, it's just weird, bro. And I think, uh, I don't think mental health is weird, but I think, you know, it's just weird to just become like, I, I don't understand how it's become like a big thing. And maybe it's because of like the consciousness of everybody, like our generation is like evolving or something like that. Yeah, I mean, I like to that think way. that. Uh, and it's more conscious people and we got to figure out how to like, you know, find happiness in a different way than what we was taught or something like that you know or our parents had to do it but you know mental health rap that's a new that's a new thing now it's a it's a new genre where niggas just rap about their issues they they bipolar uh they want to kill people they want to commit suicide uh stuff like that and it sells it sells because i think that's what uh, xxx natasha his whole thing and he talks to his audience I think it's cool that that it's it's an audience of people who that music touches. Mm-hmm. 
And if it by all means, like if it's helping people out and get through their they problems, which it seems to be, like I was watching some Elijah shit when he made, bro, that song he made, like people were on, they was crying, bro, just to hug him, bro, because they just, he just touched their life so much. So I guess, you know, if it's working, I, I, shit, keep doing it. <laughs> That's crazy, though. Like, I don't know. I always thought it was dope how music could touch people in a way like that. But, bro, have you ever heard a song that just, like, you know, touched you to the point where you wanted to go hug a nigga? Nah, I mean, not that really. <laughs> maybe, and I'm not trying to say nothing about hug, But I don't know, like, the... But, you know, everybody deal with stuff different. Everybody going through something different. So I, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm not saying that it, it can't or anything is wrong. With it. It's just like it seems like you hear about it so much. Like, I feel like, man, I, I should have at least had one of these moments. Yeah, yeah. Somebody should have. I should have been listening to something that, you know, resonated with me. Like, out of all these songs, ain't nothing resonated with me that much to make me just be like, well, damn, man. Like, well, I, I don't think the music probably shouldn't. That's because you they they're holding that person, uh, like in a in a state of like being larger than life, like almost like a god. Almost. Yeah, I think that's like, where I, I was kind of trying yeah, to go. The music with. can touch you, bro. It's a lot of music that touch me, and it helped me through life. Or I listen to it, and I'm like, damn, like it's that shit really like music is healing, you know, in a in a sense. Oh yeah, of uh, course, yeah. I think so, that's kind of where I was attach, going towards. I don't attach that. It's more than the vibration of me listening to it. I don't like look at that person as oh, right. like it's the person, you know. Okay, that's uh, what I was, and I, I need to be around there. I need to be around them, and I need to touch them, you know, to absorb all of that energy. That I never really, uh, I don't know. I kind of detached the person from the music in a sense. Yeah, makes sense. But yeah, I think that's what I was going towards. I don't think you know I've ever had a, 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 a artist to where I just, I you know, I idolized to the point or. You know, I idolized something they said to the point where I just felt like, man, I gotta, you know, be be in that in that atmosphere. And I don't know. I think that's just kind of weird. Yeah. Nah, I, I agree. Um, well, yeah, man, that uh, that got a little heavy right there. We need to move on to another something else. Yeah, um, <laughs> talking about that shit, boy. Uh, Damn. So I had something I want to talk about. It was uh, this whole like. And it's kind of along the lines of this, I guess, Drake and uh, Kanye, Pusha, but like the ghostwriting. So I had an interesting conversation with somebody, and they were saying that how Drake, uh, how is Pusha T gonna get on Drake for having a ghostwriter? Is that as a part of his creative process when Kanye uh, is producing all of his stuff, his whole sound? Kanye is making him his music the way because Kanye took basically they was like, well, Pusha said that Kanye. He took Kanye's album and, he t- and Kanye scrapped all the beats and remade the whole thing because it wasn't mm-hmm. good enough. And I was like, well, Kanye was a Drake, a Drake fan the producer of the project. He, <laughs> and so they bring in ideas. People well, really help. I'm pretty sure it was credited for production credits or writer credits or whatever it is. Uh, the people that did assist. And I was like, Yo, it's not even the same fucking thing. Either way it goes. You know, it's like it ain't. It is the same. And so I wanted to just get your thoughts on that. Like, obviously, I don't necessarily. I mean, you probably don't even have a problem with people ghost. You, know, I don't think you have a problem with the whole ghostwriting thing. But no, I, I want to understand like the difference. Is there a difference? I know that real MCs and like original, like how hip hop is in uh, the legacy of hip hop was all based on like having the pen 
and writing your shit. And nigga talk about he got bars, and we not we not gonna sit up and act like Drake don't don't write his. I mean, can't write music, can't you know? We yeah. know that he can. And so I just wanted to. Is it all a creative process? Does any of that shit matter anymore? I mean, no. I mean, first of all, you can't compare ghostwriting to like me making all your beats. Like, Pusha T can't make no fucking beats. <laughs> so how you go? What he gonna like? What what he gonna rap on? <laughs> so that was fucking stupid. I'm like Drake fans will go like deep in the depths of their ass and pull out anything, bro. Um, and I think I don't know. I think ghostwriting ghostwriting don't really matter to me. And it took me like actually like after that Drake shit happened, like I was confused. I was on Drake's side, like yo, like why are people making a big deal out of this? Like, does it really matter that much? And I guess because you know Kanye, my favorite artist, and I, it, like everybody know that nigga don't write all his rhymes. Um, and I just never thought that it mattered. But I guess you know hearing different arguments is you know you can't say you the best. MC or the best rapper if you don't write all your rhymes. And I mean, that makes sense. So, I mean, that's really the only thing, but. Yeah, so we get, you could consider him to be a great artist. Well, yeah, he's he, a great he, rapper too. But can you be considered to be the best if. I mean, we heard the reference tracks, my nigga. Like, the shit, he was rapping the exact same shit that the nigga was saying. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, he, he didn't write that. Yeah, like. <laughs> Uh, or, you know, he was doing it. So we heard that they don't necessarily take nothing away from him, but it may take him out of a certain category. I mean, yeah, it just takes him out of a certain category. Like, you can't say that, well, I mean, it's hard for me to even make this example because I don't think he's the best. But if you think Drake is the best rapper, like, I can't tell you that he's not the best rapper because he don't write all his raps because that nigga, he's still a rapper, bro. Yeah, and if he the best edit, he just the best edit. Now he disqualifies disqualifies himself from like being the best writer. I guess I don't even know because you can't even disqualify him from being the best writer because like what if all the shit that he writing for everybody else is just hard? It's like super duper hard. Yeah, like he can still be the best at that too. Yeah. So I, yeah, I think that whole like. The whole ghostwriting thing is dead like now. Like I think maybe you can't be like in certain conversations, like as far as like being the best MC, but like for traditional like hip hop historians and shit like that. But I think the also the the genre is expanding. Like obviously, it's the most popular genre now, and so it is a lot more dynamic than it was back, you know, in the nineties or whenever a lot of these principles was kind of established. And so because it's so widespread. It has multiple subgenres inside of the genre now, and yeah. it's influencing influencing music as a whole. And so, um, I mean, we, we'll see. But I just that yeah, that, I, I, I think really it was don't. a big. I think all in all, the creative process is a creative process. Like, um, whether you got, you got people in there writing out lines and you going back and you perfecting it. You know, curating it into whatever the energy behind it or changing up some of the stuff that's kind of giving you, or you got somebody you work with in the studio that's expanding your sound. I think, may all in all, maybe it's, it's a creative process, but I do think that those are two totally different things. Like, you can't compare them when you're talking about like a beat, this rap beat. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, and of course you can't compare that shit. Like anybody who was just who would say some shit like that, like, come on, bro. Like that's of course you can't do that. But I mean, just for the purpose of a conversation, like, yeah, I mean, it's two totally different things. Like the nigga Pusha T can't make his own beats. Like he got to get him from somewhere. Why not get him from? Well, the, yeah, the, that's exactly. <laughs> and I was like, how you gonna make an argument that? Oh, he put together his, his album. He took his album to Kanye, what he thought was tight, and Kanye trashed it. And this is actually Kanye's album featuring Pusha T. Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. They Like, you make it seem like Pusha T can't, like, they make it seem like Pusha T don't have the final say-so at the end of the day. Like, exactly. But he already said, he said, Kanye do all the creative on all my projects. Yeah. Like, executive producer, do the creative. Uh, and so, like, that's just what he in charge of. Like, everybody got people. I said... If you go to any of Kanye shit, any of your favorite rappers, like you think 40, 40 is responsible for Drake's sound. You know, yeah, like, exactly. That's that's his whole fucking job. Drake wouldn't sound like he sound if it wasn't for forty. Yep. <laughs> or, you know, it's you have people. I said you, and we went through the credits and shit like that. It was like it's somebody named Mike Dean on. I was like, dude, Mike Dean responsible for everybody fucking sound. Somebody like, named Mike Dean. <laughs> Who the fuck was this? Say his name. <laughs> was it BK? <laughs> <laughs> I can't say no names. I can't disclose no names on this. I'm gonna try to keep these niggas because they ain't gonna wanna talk to me no more if I don't, if I be putting them on blast. Um, but <laughs> but Mike Dean responsible for a lot of people saying he course. just a point. He's a, a a point in the creative process that everybody send their shit to Frank Ocean, yep. Travis Scott, all your favorite rappers. And, yeah, and like ain't none of your shit dropping without going, without going Mike to Mike Dean, and he gonna. Gonna flip that shit, throw them organs on it, whatever them sinks. Mm-hmm. Them sinks, nigga. Go, that shit gonna go, gonna go crazy. Yeah. Um, Every time. <laughs> and so, I think you know, I think it's cool. But that that was just an interesting thing, and I was like, I, I mean, I understand from a creative process standpoint, if we take everything away, but you can't use that as a as a point in this in this rap battle that's happening right now in front of our eyes. It's not it's not a point. No, that's definitely not a point. Um, yeah. And so we were talking about creative process. We were talking about Kanye being in charge of uh, Pusha's creative. And so I wanted to, like, get your opinion on, like, the art, album artwork for the uh, Daytona, which I think was, I think it was just a major flex as far as they, they paid $85,000 for the album artwork. It's art in itself to, to license the artwork. And so yeah. I just thought that, that was a, a, a crazy flex. That they do that, I seen a lot of people like up in arms. Like, how could you use this? It's really insensitive. Like, people are always complaining about every fucking thing. It's just a fucking picture. Like, so this is my they got this is my biggest issue with some shit on there. Like, my biggest issue is they acting like she ain't do crack, man. Like, who was trying to stop her? Who was trying to help her? Who took? Who? How we get the picture in the first place? Exactly. Like, nigga, that ain't nothing we don't know. She was doing crap. That ain't even where she died at, which is what people was trying to say in the first, like, you know, at first. Yeah. That's where she died at and different shit like that. It's not. I mean, if that's where she had died, I mean, maybe I can see it being a little weird. Yeah, just because, like the scene you know, the crime yeah, 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 yeah. That's that, That'll been a little crazy. But, like, just her cracked out bathroom, bro, like, if they had been, like, Marilyn Monroe, niggas wouldn't have said shit. Exactly. Because... You know, niggas weird, bro. <laughs> bro, like I thought the shit. I thought it was dope. Just aesthetically, it look it looks dope. Like he could have like never even disclosed the fact that it was Whitney Houston. They wouldn't do what it was, but that that's just a flick. 
and you think about he got luxury drug rap, and that's just it just embodies. Yeah, like that's what it looked like, bro. The album looks, the album sounds like the album cover looks, bro. Exactly, and so that's the whole job of album artwork. If first to have a story behind it, that that just makes it legendary. Yeah, exactly. Um, And I think that they do that better than anybody. Now, I don't know what's gonna come of uh, Kanye's artwork. You see, they said he shot it in real time. You know, it was he, on the way to the, the listening session. He took the picture, yeah. and, like wrote the shit on there on his phone, um, real time, and he caught the capture. But for artwork to have a story behind, I think is awesome. Kanye's artwork, I'm, I'm still trying to see what's gonna happen. I think it it has the ability. I already seen some people remixing it and writing new shit on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, if you can do that, that'll make it kind of impactful. Same like if you read this too late, like vibe. I think yeah. it, was this, it was this dude named Jim Joe who did that flint. Uh, off the, uh, if you're reading this, yeah, he's supposed to be like this real cool like street artist. But I don't think people, you know, pictures of him. He kind of like a uh, Banksy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but I, so I think the artwork you just gotta have a story and it gotta be like interactive in a sense. If you can do shit like Man. that, a story or if it's a flex, you know, yeah, like too many I niggas just... are doing regular ass pictures and shit right now, like. Exactly. I I don't know. I think it was just dope. You know, he had the little message. You know, I uh, what do you say? I'm bipolar or some shit. Uh, I, I hate, hate being bipolar. I hate being bipolar. It's, it's awesome. It's awesome. <laughs> like, yeah, he just. But I don't know about all this real time shit, man. I think I think it's cool. Like we in a time where you should do things in real time, but we got to get better at this shit though. Nah, you can't man. do anything <laughs> to call it real time, man. I I mean, to be honest, if you want my honest opinion, I don't. I just don't think he had an album cover. He needed one. And it was like, oh shit, that shit looks tight. Pull over. Well, yeah, he probably. Yeah, I'm saying he probably he pull over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stop the car. Stop. Hey, hello, stop. And then you know, just snap that up real quick because last night while I was waiting on this shit, like about to pass out. Um, that my I started thinking I was like, man, you know what? This nigga, I think he just named, I think he just came up with this name, this album title on the spot, and I think that he's trying to figure out what the fuck album cover he gonna use. Like, I don't think he has an album cover yet, mm-hmm. and I don't know the rules. I, I'm pretty sure he'll he could finesse something, but I don't, I don't think you could drop no album without no album art. Yeah. I mean, I'd be, so that's be, what I thought was was the hold up. Yeah, you, you can't. I, but I, it's, I don't necessarily believe that he ain't had it. They ain't got to have album artwork. The way he Bro, listen, no, he been working on that shit for too long. Not had nothing. Uh, I some ideas or something. He, bro, I really feel like that nigga told the nigga to stop the car. I, I think getting into this whole thing where he making like spontaneous decisions, like you're not thinking about shit. That's the whole thing he said. Say, just say it. See how it feel to say it. <laughs> yeah. Just Boy, you see, see how that turned out. Yeah. So, we, you know, that. I think all of this is interesting, man. The culture, man, is just an interesting place, man. And it's, it's just so powerful. Uh, it's it's a definitely a monster. You know, taking over the internet. So, Can we, can we cancel, like, the culture? I feel like I feel like culture like came uh I feel like the word culture kinda got popular like three years ago. 
Oh, it's definitely and, become a buzzword now. Yeah, so I'm 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 gotten to the point where I don't even know what the fuck a cult is or what it's supposed to be because oh, like I feel like like I have all these like I tell you all the time, bro. Like if I ever get famous, bro, like niggas gonna hate me. They gonna cancel me every day because I don't know, you know, like what's cool and what's not cool to say or do in the culture. Yeah, bro. It's become a buzzword now, bro. I be, you know, I'm in a startup shit, and so I seen somebody. They was like, "Yo, we just doing something to impact culture," and I was like, "Yeah, like what the fuck?" Like, I heard what y'all doing. Like, I, it, but culture, it looked like it, it's really dynamic. It can mean a lot of different things to different people, and so yeah. uh, I just that was one of the things you seen the like um, the no the no cure shit. Mm-hmm. That was the brand that you know me and me and your Robert did. We were kind of talking about starting because we like that word, and I was like, you know, no cure. You know, culture is dead. Like, whatever. It's dying. Ain't no cure for it, you know? Yeah. Because you can kill that shit off, and what we doing is, you know, building up that new the new foundation for whatever it's going to be. Yeah. And so, you know, that was, I definitely resonate with that because everybody's saying culture. I hate when shit become buzzwords because now everybody's just saying it. Yeah, like like how they clout clout is on its way to being the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, it's just stupid. That was one thing that I was I was worried about. Like, bro, am I tripping? Like, am I just being a hater or bro? You just, you hate anything regard you hate everything regardless. I know that's why I had to check myself and just make sure. Like, this can't be no hate for real. This shit really stupid. Niggas just saying culture because, like. It's Migos' fault. <laughs> it was bubbling. Like, niggas was saying culture all the fucking time. They was they was just throwing it here and there. It was getting annoying. It was like clout. That's like the equivalent of a nigga coming out with a clout album right now. Yeah. Clout and clout, too. <laughs> that would be very, very trash. That's got to be already out by now. <laughs> clout and clout, too. <laughs> man. So we'll we'll see. I think what we want to do is, I think you got to be creating culture, and so it's it's a, it's a creating, it's an action. It should be an action word, and so people can you shouldn't be talking about. It. You got to be creating. Yeah, I mean, part of why we want to do what we're doing right now, you know, just creating conversations, talk about shit, commenting on it, uh, you know, sharing. And it's not a thing where you sit back and you just. No, you gotta you gotta be active in it. Mm-hmm. Cause then you don't have to talk about it. You 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 gotta you you're in the in the engine. Yeah, that's how I feel. And so yeah. I say that, that we kinda covered everything that we wanted to I got some other topics on here, but at this point we had like a hour and twenty minutes. We don't wanna make this thing too uh too long. Yeah, too long. So yeah, I know ain't, ain't even no sense to talk about Asa Rocky trash ass at home. Man, I ain't even listening to that shit. I ain't I ain't made it through yet. I was just I was just so drawn to the pushing shit in this whole situation that Me I too. made it through. I made it to like f- track five or six on that joint. Uh, but I that's crazy. Listen I caught I listened to six songs on that shit and called it trash. <laughs> and I liked a couple of them six songs. Yeah, it's just it just I don't know. I, I'm not in the mood for experimental music, right bro. Now. That's what that's what I was saying. Like I, 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 I don't want to tell niggas not to experiment because that brings you know 
change and new shit. But like, I just don't want to hear that shit, bro. Like, I ain't really trying to hear that shit, man. Did you listen to that uh, Quinn Miller uh, track? Time out, bro. That nigga ain't got no leg, fam. <laughs> Somebody, I forgot what somebody, somebody called him. He posted that thing. He said, I'm, I'm going to uh, air this out once and for all. He posted his track, and somebody told him, they said, get the fuck out of here, Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Hey, man, people ruthless, bro. They, they, I, they said, get this shit out of here, Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> Fam, he ain't got no leg for real. What? Why the fuck? I ain't know that. Yeah, bro, he ain't got no leg. got in a car accident in 2016. So this was recent. Yeah, bro. It was after 2015 when all this shit happened. This was after the after the beef. Then after that, yeah, he got to Christ and just lost his leg. Ah, uh, man, I ain't gonna joke on that nigga too much because I might want to get that nigga some beats. But no, nah, I ain't listened to his shit because I was focused on the fact he ain't had no leg. Is it good? <laughs> no, it ain't good. Yeah, he can rap. He can tell. <laughs> I mean, he sounds just like uh, if you read this Drake, bro. But that's his whole. He sounds just like that. But he, he I mean, the the bars sound like that. He talented, yeah. but his voice is not that. Yeah, like um, you know, attractive as far as music go. Yeah, and and then he ain't really saying that. He was like, I'm a, I'm gonna address this. I'm dressing this, and I'm once and for all. And he ain't even fucking say nothing. What the fuck can he say? I was writing for Drake. He did the same Kanye shit. He was like, I work with my favorite artist. He ain't give us, you know, he ain't give us nothing, bro, that we ain't already fucking know. He talking about he was going to dress him. Well, I thought he was going to say some shit that we ain't know. <laughs> and so they got him out the paint real quick. But, you know, I hope things work out for him because I think he got talent, though. He got skills, for sure. I mean, I yeah, I definitely think he should be a rapper. I mean, because I've, I've heard some of his other – so I heard like one or two of his other songs. He got a little swag, bro. He got. I like. I, I, I like. I like what I see. Yeah, I think he could definitely yeah, be a not dope. That interested though. Yeah, I think he can definitely be a, a dope little rapper with a, you know his his own little following. I guess I won't be a part of that number, but shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, any other things that you want to cover? Don't want to talk about Morgan Freeman. That shit is old. No, I don't want to talk about his old ass. Basketball. <laughs> None of that. But, basketball but he, uh, he, I don't know, man. He can't, they can't get Morgan Freeman out of pain, can't they? That's God. Bro, they gonna, <laughs> they can get anybody out of pain. You're right. Damn. Well, they said that nigga nasty anyway, so yeah, get the fuck out of here, old man. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, so other than that, Cavs Warriors. Who you, you who you think are gonna win? Man, I don't know, bro. I thought I'm thinking that the Cavs fucked up last night, so like they had a chance to steal one and kind of you know like steal off on that nigga first. Yeah, kinda, you know, get the nigga out of balance, but. <laughs> Yeah, they fucked it up. They fucked it up. So I'm thinking Warriors now, man. Probably, I don't know the way Brown was looking last night. He might get them too, but I w- I'm gonna say six, and I just wouldn't be surprised if it went five, man. It's, yeah, man, they it's had, a wrap. They, they they had they had a prime a prime opportunity to take that game last night, and they bro, we and this shit like that that you can't bounce back from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Them niggas, them niggas demoralized. J.R. Smith lying and shit, man. Like. 
Them niggas is all discombobulated. You see that meme when they had him running to the liquor store? Boy, I about lost my damn mind. That shit funny <laughs> as hell. <laughs> we need we need to hit that nigga up, man. See if he want to host some parties or some shit next year, man. Because I won't. I don't know. In the uh, quote unquote culture, bro. <laughs> yeah. See, there we go. <laughs> there we go. But yeah, man. Legendary. Straight little. I guess first episode, if we like this shit and put it up. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, I think I think it'd be good. Yeah, you see how we, it is easy to go for an extended amount of time. Yeah, it's it's definitely easy to get to talking about niggas. <laughs> but yeah, um, uh, that was the first episode. Of what we call it, cooking with hot grease, and we'll drop that on y'all soon. And we'll probably add some music to the end. We probably just some tracks that we fucking with this week. Uh, you know, maybe five to ten tracks that y'all can check out. We'll probably drop them here on Anchor and maybe on a playlist too. But we'll keep y'all updated on that. And what we're gonna do is probably just do this in a group chat. So we'll drop this like the link to this in like a group chat. Uh, with the people that we we like talk to music about and talk to about the, like the things that's happening in the culture, and we'll like try to organically grow the audience from there. So if you find other people who you think would be interested, you can invite them into the group chat and share it with them. Um, and then eventually we'll put it on public on a, like iTunes or or uh, any other kind of platform. But be on the lookout. We, we're gonna try to get better. Over, Every week, uh, send us feedback, things you want to talk about, things you don't give a fuck about, uh, things you'd like to see, and we're going to keep rocking.